Okay, good evening, everyone. So, continuing Hilchah Sadaka, we were following the order of the Shulchan Aruch. We'll see how far we get in all the Simonim and Shulchan Aruch regarding Hilchah Sadaka. But right now, for tonight, at least, we are in Simon Reish Nun Aleph. Simon Reish Nun Aleph talks about, primarily deals with who do you give Sadaka to and the Seder Hakadima, who gets first, first dibs when we're giving out Sadaka. So, let's see the Shulchan Aruch here in, in uh, Sif Aleph. The f- Sif Aleph and Sif Beis deals with Someone who's an avarian, mishu avarian b'mezid, someone who violates alachas mikol mitzvahs amurus v'tayra, he he uh, purposely is over on one of the mitzvahs in the tayra. V'loy asa tshuva, he did not do tshuva. Now it doesn't mean someone who made a mistake and did, did not avera once upon a time. Avarian, the shochanach here in uh, the shach and the taz over here, also in hilchas shchita, it means someone who constantly does an avera. There's a specific Avera that he does. He doesn't believe in Tariag Mitzvahs. He believes in Tariyab in uh, 612. He doesn't do 613. So someone who does that B'mezid, even if he's only doing a L'tayavayn, he just has a Taiva, and he cannot keep this one Mitzvah, the Halacha is, You're not obligated to keep him alive, so to say, and you do not have to lend money to him. Now, we can understand where this is coming from. The Torah tells us, in both of these cases of, of uh, giving tzedakah, or lending someone money, it's v'cheyachicha imach, it's your, uh, your achicha, your brother. And we know that if someone goes against the mitzvahs, then he, don't have, he doesn't have the status of achicha, and he no longer have the, the mitzvah, v'cheyachicha imach, or the pasuk regarding hava, me'echad achicha, those psukim are talking about achicha, your brother, and someone who goes against these things, he's not considered achicha for that purpose. This comes up in Hilchaz Rebbez, it comes up in Hilchaz Shechita. Many times in Shulchan Aruch we have this halacha that achicha uh, precludes someone who is, who is not shomer mitzvahs. Now, it means someone who's an avayan and he doesn't do tshuva, he knows he's doing it wrong, he, he constantly does it, not like he made a mistake one time, he always does this. That person, you don't have achiv to support him. Sif Beis, the Shulchan Aruch contrasts this with a different halacha, Mishu Avayin Lahaches, someone who's doing something Lahaches, against the Kaddish Baruch, he's angry at Hashem, Afil Lamitzvah Achas, and even if it's one time, Kegoyin Sha'achan Avela, Heichadishchiach Basar Ksheira, there was Basar Ksheira available, he could have eaten at the kosher pizza store, he's doing it Lahaches, so then Asun Leftoisa, you cannot redeem him, Pidyan Shuvinim Nishba, if he's captured. Now, this is a big topic, a controversial topic, as to what is considered a mumer lahaches, what's considered a mumer l'tayavayn? How, 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 how do we categorize? How, how do we categorize rishaim? That's one question. Very often you have a question of pidyon shvuyin when it comes to someone who stole money from people. The Tshuva has interesting cases uh, throughout history where there were those that were you know ganovim and the community still wanted to help the person out. When do we shut the book on someone and say he's a mumer lahaches? Where the Taz clearly says, this is a, the Shochanar says, Asr Liftoy, so you're not allowed to help someone who's a Mumar Lahachis. He has the status of a Nachri, so to say, an Oyvid the Zara, Kemat, versus someone who is just an Arvayan B'mezid. So, on one hand, it's not Asr, but there's no mitzvah to lend money to him or to help him out, to give him tzedakah, and all of these halachis. So it comes up, I mean, you, you could see how this has, you know, broad ramifications in halacha, but. It does come up, let's see, if someone coming to shul to collect, and you know that they're not Shemir Shabbos. So on one hand, you could say, I don't have a chiv. There's no chiv and I'm putter. That's one consideration, but we could assume 
that this person's not an avayah in the haches, he's not doing it because he's angry at Hashem, so it wouldn't be usher to give him money, but you might have a p'tor that you're putter from giving him money if he's someone who's a over avayah of amazing. But as we always, whenever we mention the sugya of mumer, so we know the achronim in the late in the, in the previous in the, in the past uh, century or, or two, we always discuss the concept of tinek shenishba, and perhaps the person collecting wasn't brought up in a correct way. He doesn't have wasn't never exposed to a, a, a yiddishkeit that we understand it, and it could be he's a tinek shenishba, and he would still be considered a chicha. So this is a good maramakim in general to see. You know, sometimes you have a shaila of supporting non from causes, so to say. Yeah, we had the Shaila over here during, uh, right up to COVID. So the local federation put together millions and millions of dollars to give out to, to the various moisters. Baruch Hashem, they gave to the, the Shemir Shabbos moisters as well. But then a few months later, they did a capital raise campaign and they went to some of the local people here, the, the Shemir Shabbos, and they had, they had Shilas. Could we give, I don't know, $100,000, $200,000 to the Jewish Federation, where many of the activities that they do have nothing to do with Yiddishkeit, we'll call it, um, you know, other other causes, we don't have to explain what they do, but it's not necessarily, it doesn't have anything to do with Yiddishkeit. On the other hand, there are those Rabbanim that hold that the, the, a stronger federation keeps Jewish identity going as well, so it's not necessarily a waste of money. You want to have a good, strong Jewish federation. At least there should be public, you know, there should be some awareness that people are Jewish, because at some point, in their, in their college experience, they're going to bump into uh, a Chabad on campus, they'll bump into a JLIC rabbi, uh, you know, Kirov situation. If they don't even know they're Jewish, then these things have no shot. So, okay, but it wouldn't be necessarily be strict tzedakah, but we do see that there's no Isser, there's no Isser unless they're, they're using it, they're, the, the Yidim that are involved are Mumar Lahachas. Now the Ramah here points out, what about Oide Kachavim? What about non-Jews? Let's say a person's uh, he's on the side of the highway, on the west side of the highway, there's someone collecting money. This happens in Minneapolis also. At every major city in America, there's someone sitting there, former veteran, a homeless person, asking for money. So do you have a chiv to give? So the, the Ramah says, when it comes to aniye oivdei kachavim, halach is umefarnesim, we do support aniye oivdei kachavim im aniye Yisrael, together with the aniye Yisrael, mepnei darkei shalom. Because of darkei shalom, we don't want to... You know, racially profile anyone. So when we ha- open, let's say, a soup kitchen, or we're giving out funds, and someone comes and asks for a donation, and they are not, you know, achenu bnei Yisrael. So the halacha is from shalom. A person is allowed to give. And it sounds like you should. The halacha is that you should give. Here, the Ramah says it has to be together. It sounds like you're giving both. But if one person standing alone, you you wouldn't necessarily well, what give. About, what about the fact that? It's a tzedemelikim, and it's, it's like tzabal chayim. So we, we, could, we could say there's a, there's a, there's a uh, emotional reason to do it, but halacha is based on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, There's only a chiv when it's your brother. So as we said in the beginning of the shirom, when it comes to halacha it's not necessarily uh, a sikhliest thing that we have to give tzedakah. It's based on halacha. What's the rats in that tira? So again, there's nothing wrong, and it's nice. So there's no iser. There's no iser. Right. The only the only iser is by someone who's avid avad azara because there, there's, 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 that's another other psukim that we don't want to uh, keep him going. He's a chil Hashem. We don't want him in this world. Someone who's doing avir lahaches. I'm not looking to support someone like that. When does loyseshatim come up? Well, the giving a gift to a nachri. So yeah, I'm giving him a dollar. You see an ani on the streets and can help me with a dollar. 
So you feel bad. The guy doesn't want to so, eat. Whatever you give him a dollar. So, so the truth is that Simon Kufnon Aleph. So Simon Kufnon Aleph is Hilchas Avdei Kachavim. So over there it talks about uh, that, that halacha. And also you have two haterim usually. Hater number one is this halacha. Mipnei Dakei Shalom Mitzmutter to give him a gift. Or as the Aruch Hashulchan says, and we find this in many other places in halacha, that a gift is usually a trade, not necessarily a gift. So you're you're assuming you're going to get something in return, <laughs> and you're not giving him something for free. So. In Kufnun Aleph, in Sif Yudbeis, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't mention anything about Im Ani Yisrael, that it has to be together with Ani Yisrael. He says, as long as it's Mipnei Darkei Shalom, then it will be Mutter. So let's say a person... Um, oh, he's a doctor? He's a doctor from my From my No, probably not. Unless it's Ani, maybe. Maybe Ani, but very, very, I, I, looked, I looked for a source. I couldn't find the source to allow yeah, a person... Well, I pay a... Yeah, they, they have to. Poor people, poor, yeah, maybe this well, maybe go with the chasam sofer that this is if this is your minog to to use it as maaser money. But pashtus no, that would not work as maaser money. Like pay, I thought, the, 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 the same thing, but okay, it's not. So the, uh, you, you're not going to pick another corner of your field. So so the shear is much less. Here, if I wonder if I'm being yoyed to the minog of maaser, I didn't give maaser. I didn't give maaser to uh, to First of all, many old you have to just do it hachzakasatar and taniim. So again, if you find the source, I'm open. I couldn't find anything that allowed a person to, to deduct this from Meiser, but I'm open to uh, to hearing a different a different um, psak. I hear. I don't know. I just I just I just don't want to say yes because I did not see the price game discussing that. Maybe maybe the Badei Shochan talks about. it. I, I just didn't see it. Um, no, but I'm saying all the matzahs on Niam, they allow the 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 showing they allow them to take it. So obviously your your joints should be joints with it. If you weren't judged yeah. with it, then you weren't, you weren't judged. And you but you gave a masha who, you already gave a masha, so you had the... Oh, uh, all you need is a masha on, on what about a lelet, and all those things that fall, all those, they're also, it fell. So, so I left it, I was yotz in my mitzvah of leaving it there, I didn't, I didn't violate anything, and I'm just giving it to him, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not sure, maybe that's a riot attack, I don't know. I'm not sure if you're allowed to uh, use it as my money, I would assume not. It comes up, let's say someone has, um, in their office, they have, they're collecting for someone. Someone uh, was in a car accident or something like that, and they're collecting for someone in the, yeah. in the office, yeah. and they're not Jewish, so a person can give is $18, your $36, whatever you give, that will be mutter mipnei da'ke shalom. But we have to remember that, that the mitzvah is chicha, and that's, that's what we should be spending, giving our money towards, not uh, necessarily supporting yeah, political you, campaigns. You can do whatever you want, but it doesn't do with tzedakah. You're stuck. What are you gonna do? You, you know, you have a certain amount of money you want to give to miser, and then they come up, they come across, and they try to. You can't say no. So you got to just add an additional amount to your miser. So you can say, at the end of the month, they can't, month, they can't afford it. So at the end of the month, they can't afford it. And we'll get into the halacha of a person. You know, his 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 tracha come first. But at the end, of, you, you could deduct it maybe from your income. That this is a cost of making money in this office that I have to uh, give to all their all their um, needs. But it's very hard to call this meiser money. Now you're using this as meiser money. A person can say, "I can't afford it. I can't afford it." But to say, "I'm going to use this, my meiser money is going to go to uh, to um, someone in the office," you know, their dog died. You're not saying it. You're not planning it like that. But you have X amount of dollars allotted to meiser. That guy came across with this fund, and you can't say no. Dachet shalom. Then what do you do? You have to add more money now to your meiser because you gave. Either that, or you, could, or you could think about that. I, I didn't have this money to give Meister because really, I need more money to support myself. This is my lifestyle, and now I have to give to my coworkers' causes. Okay, that's 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 what I would pass him. Okay, next, that was Sif Aleph and Sif Bays.
Now, from Siv Gimel, over the next few Seifim, it deals with the concept of priorities in Sadaqah. We're not going to see it, you know, word for word inside, but it gets into the sugya of when, uh, who do you give first? So, the place to look is Rashi, Rashi and Chumash, in Parashas Re'eh. The Pasuk says, So you see it's already, It has to do with you. There's a poor person amongst you. One of your brothers. In one of your gates. In your land. So then, And we know these So Rashi there says, the one who's hungry, he comes first. So that's one halacha. That the person who has the stronger need at this point, he comes first. Then, so Rashi brings down that it goes by the order of Yerusha. So the closer the relative is, they get Kedima. Your gates. The, the Aniyim of your town come before the Aniyim of other, other cities. So you have this somewhat seder of Kedima, of who comes first. So, if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah, the Ramah says, it's very important, we said this a few times, but this is the source in Sif Gimel, that your own needs come before anyone else. Meaning, if a person is, is not able to make ends meet, so, he, he, he his need, he's collecting from here, for himself, that's fine. That's good. Now, we said the minig is still to give meister and then to give it back to yourself. That's the way the Chavis Yara brings it down in other Paiskim. But he's fulfilling the mitzvah of tzedakah, right? The mitzvah of he's mefanis himself and his b'nei beisai. So that comes first. Then Parnassus Avimai, Himaniim, then Banov, and, and uh, other, you know, his other relatives, his brother, sister. So they come before other people. So that's one halacha regarding uh, the, the Seder Hakadima. You have the halach of ir kaidim liiracheres that the aniim of his town come before the aniim iracheres. Rabbi said over that I believe it's from the Munkach Rebbe. Other other poskim, it's interesting that it's coming you know hundred years ago. They said that ani ircha is not necessarily dependent on your zip code. Many people live in a zip code, but their chevra is we could call it you know their high school alumni their kailo friends whatever chevra they have so a person has the license to say that ircha is lavdafka the ircha doesn't necessarily mean my block on east whatever street you live on it could be an ircha my my chevra comes first but it's not limited to doesn't have to be uh, a neighborhood necessarily a person could say i'm giving my chevra and this is my chevra could be in different cities throughout the world but he has a license to say that. Additionally, Ramosha Feinstein in a tshuva, not everyone goes with this, and there are many rias against Ramosha, but Ramosha Feinstein clearly held that this, these halachas of Kedima, especially the ones that come with Ani Ercha and Ani Eracheres, that's limited to a Gabet Tzedakah. A Gabet Tzedakah, he has to follow the, the list, so to say. He has to figure out who gets priority, and he has to give out the money as such. But an individual... He has toivas hana. Rabelsky, that's not also passing like this. He always said that a person can have their own thing that they like. They want to support um, this chasidus. They want to support this organization because they feel close to them. They also went through this tragedy or the, or the like, and they want to support, give most of their money to one specific organization. They have the right of toivas hana. I have a whole simon ration on Aleph. 
it's, it's mostly for Agabit Tzedakah to teach us sensitivities, but a person has the, the allowance of Tevez Hanah. The Chavez Chaim argues, and many persons do argue with this, but person should keep in mind when you're dealing with, uh, you know, you're, you're thinking about prioritizing Tzedakah, there are places, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein and Rabbi Valsky, that's how, that a person is, does have the license to give to whoever he wants. And he, he feels like the Bani Oilem is something he wants to give most of his money to. It's not a problem. The Paisim say you shouldn't give all your money to, to, to one organization, even to one Ani. The Shach gives a heter if it's a Karav. But, but if a person wants to give a significant amount of his, of, of his uh, tzedakah funds to one organization, that's what he likes. That's what he, he feels close to. Rav Moshe held, that's fine. He has the type of Sinai. He's allowed to do that. He could support his uh, cousin and Kyle. He could, you know, foot the bill. That's fine if that's what he wants. Okay. So that can mean that a person could really, but, uh, he could like, give 90% of his to an organization over, over poor people, and that's fine? According to the Shulchan Aruch, it seems like no. You have to, now it happens to you if there's an honey in front of you, it's very hard to avoid you know, giving something. But according to the Shulchan Aruch, it seems like no, that you'd have to give the Hatoiv Toiv Kaidim. And Moshe says that that's just a Gabbat Tzedakah. Yachid could say, I want to support uh, Mir Yeshiva. I, you know, I, I'll give you a dollar, but I, I, most of my money goes to Mir Yeshiva. Most of my money goes to Kiryas Tosh. Whatever it is, they could do whatever they want, and that, that's their license. That's, that's the Shita Ramosha Feinstein. It's a Befeir Shachuva. It is in Yeradeh Chelek Aleph Simen Kuf Memdalid. This is the third paragraph. It says right there. Sheish Chelek Bazebin. Yachid Al Tzedakah Shalai Legabai. Has give to whoever he wants. Okay, now again, there are sensitivities, and Shulchan Aruch is telling you what your hashkafa should be. You shouldn't ignore what it says in Shulchan Aruch, but at the end of the day, he's not chayiv to give to this organization, to give to whoever he wants, but there is an element from the Gemara that you shouldn't give all your money to one to one maised. So in many communities, they have the following shay. Let's say you have an out-of-town community, and and they have uh, an opportunity to do something like adopt a kailo, let's say. So you take, you take a kailo in Eretz Yisrael, and the shul, or the kailo, whatever, the, the kihila, they, they um, take on the achrayis to sponsor the kailo, so to say, to, to fund a kailo in Eretz Yisrael. And many people right away, they see it and say, wow, it's a beautiful thing. But others will say, what's going on here? You're taking funds from this kihila. Now, again, in the, ba- in the major cities, it's very hard to pinpoint where the money was going and now where is it going. But in out-of-town places, you, you have a very small community. You have you know, a few people giving money to most of the organizations. And people start thinking, if you take from this, you know, take from the pocket, it's going to go to our Tisrael, we're going to have less for the local institutions, the local maestas. So usually it doesn't work like that. Usually when you give more, there's, there's more to be given. But that's the concern. So what's what's the what's the halacha? So the Shulchan Aruch here says, that the people that live in Eretz Yisrael they have kedima over the yoshve chutz la'aretz. It's not so clear what this means. It doesn't mean that it has the same status as aniyeh ircha, because all of our we all live in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, Eretz Yisrael is our land, as the pasuk says, Asher Hashem which is usually referring to. Eretz Yisrael. So maybe even that pasuk that teaches us Kedima, there's an exception to that Nia Eretz Yisrael. Or do we say no? It means that usually you would go by your local community. That's your first Ircha. And then who gets next? If you have leftover funds, you go to the next city. So instead of going to the next city over, take a flight, go straight to Eretz Yisrael. That's the question 
uh, on this on this piece in in Shulchan Aruch. Do we say Aniyah Eretz Yisrael come first or have the same status as your city, or would it be different? Here, the uh, the the the, the pasuk actually. I, I don't know who yeah. Swarad is. I heard that Aniyah Eretz Yisrael is um, that you should give Israel priority over um, over your correct? own cities. Over your own cities. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Myra Bam said no. It doesn't doesn't come over your own city. It just means it because the Shulchan Aruch should have said he should have said Eretz Yisrael Didn't say that. It says Eretz So it sounds like if you're going to go out of your own city. Then you would you would first go to Eretz Yisrael, but if your own city needs, then you should give that. There are chuvas in the Pesukim. The Chassam Seifer has an interesting psak. He says that if someone goes up to Eretz Yisrael, this is this is happening in his days, and they have no way of supporting themselves, and they are being matled themselves on the tzibur. So he said, who gave them the right to do that? And they do not get kedima over over chutz Eretz. but but if someone went and he planned on you know farming and doing all types of things that the. Uh, the uh, the chalutzim those that know Jewish history that they did they tried they tried to uh, start start communities there and many of them were unsuccessful in the late 1800s so then it makes sense for us to to give them money so I asked Marabim at the time this is in Minneapolis we had the Shail of Adapta Koil so Marabim said the minute was always to give money to Israel was always to send money to Israel um, b- back in the day the Batei Ungar and 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 the, and the, the other other uh, cities they actually had like uh, satellite cities. In Eretz Yisrael, that they would support, and they, they had big plans of moving there one day. There's a great story for a different time about the creation of Kfar Hasidim, but not for now. Um, that many people went there, they, they, they invested, and it was a total flop, but they ended up surviving, they ended up avoiding the Holocaust, so they had a lot of, a lot of, um, to, to the, uh, to the Rebbe of Kfar Hasidim. But that's for a different time. Okay, so the minute is still to give territory. So even though technically you do the math on the spreadsheet, you're taking away from your local moisters, but you should give. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't give as much as your local moisters need. That was the psak I got, and that's what I would tell people that you should definitely give. The minute was always to give money territory to but if you have your immediate community needs, so then that would come first because that's where you are, and that's where you should support. Okay, there's a there's a Yerushalmi. Continuing the discussion of uh, priorities in tzedakah, so I, I referenced this the other day by, by the bris, the Yushalmi says, let me find the Yushalmi for you. So Yushalmi and Peah. There's different editions of what the Yushalmi is saying here, but it says like this, that there was, there was a Rami Bar Rami Bar Chanina, Rabbi Shaya, have a material, they were travel, they were walking Ba'olim Kanishta the Lud, in the base Knesses of Lud. So Rabbi Chama told Rabbi Hoshaya, uh, Look how much money our, the, you know, the, the founders of this community that they spent here on this, on this, on this base of Knesset. So Amalei, he responded, How many lives, how many nefashas did they bury, did they bury with this shul? So Rashi says, uh, not Rashi, the Pnei Moshe says, Shiku Avoisaikan, Achibonu basic nessa, common of Fashikubaza, the Toiv Hoyalahem, Litin Oisna Mois, Lundia Tyra. That it would have been better for them to give the money to those that are learning Tyra because they looked around the community, there was no Tyra anymore. So people would have learned Vichim Neodam Shis, Askabatar, Lashin, and Parnosa. Vilam Pnai Lasibatar, they didn't have time because they, they were busy working. If they would have given them money 
to sit and learn, they would have learned and he would have supported Torah and you would still have Torah in today, in, in, in uh, Kfar Lud, the uh, Zman That's the uh, back and forth in the Yushami. This is quoted by the Marik and other Paiskim. I'm sorry, the, yeah, the Maril. And, um, and they quote this, this, uh, this, this concept or this Yushami that the Beis HaKnesses does not have the same level of priority in Tzedakah as Hachzakah Satayra. And this is found in, in uh, the Beis Yosef in Simon Reish Memtes. He brings down a, a Tashbet who says like this, that, that uh, the Pasuk in Hosea is doing a play on words. It says, Vayishach Yisrael Oisehu, Klaiso forgot their creator, Vayivan Hechalais. And they built Hechalais, they built these big shuls, but they forgot their creator. Mikan Amru, Rabbeinu Shmuel, Shatayv Litin Tzedakah Arim, Lilma Torah, it's better to support the children learning Torah, Ay Lechalim Aniyim, Melitin the Besakneses, then to give to a shul, Akan L'Shoinoi. This is the Psaq of the Beis Yosef. It's also found in Hilchos Beis Akneses in Arachayim. That if you only have a, a limited fund and you can either build a shul or build yeshivas, a place for people to learn, so the yeshivas come first. So Moshe Feinstein was asked regarding a town that only had money for either a mikvah or for a Jewish day school. So a firm Jewish day school. So he said that that uh, if the day school will survive without this fund and the mikvah is not going to, so then obviously you have a chi of kares, if women are not going to go to the mikvah, so that would take kadima, that would have kadima. But if the school is not going to survive, so then you should not build a mikvah. He says mikvah is going to be one iser, a chi of kares. If they don't go to yeshiva, these children grow up doing all isurim, all, they're going to be violating all tarik mitzvahs, and therefore the 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 yeshiva has kadima. They want to ask Rav Sturmach regarding, I think it was in South Africa when he was a rav there, regarding uh, uh, you know collecting money for a base safer. So he points out, just by the way, base safer Yehudi aim is a mitzvah cloud. To build a Jewish school is not a mitzvah. Rock base safer Haredi has to be a religious school. To have a Jewish school. It, it, it doesn't help anyone. He says it's maybe lechor, but he says it's even worse. He said it's better. To, he says he says and chelik alafsim and tovkuf samachtes. It's better to send your kids to public school than to send your kid to a not traditional but a but a, a Jewish type school where if I care, they're going to learn uh, that that Tyra is just some story and they're going if you send a kid to public school they're not going to have any cheapening of Tyra and Yiddishkeit. They just don't learn about that. So you'll have to supplement on your own, you know, on Shabbos and weekends and at nights. But if you send the kid to a Jewish-style school, so they're going to learn that Moshe was just uh, was just Moses, it wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu. They're going to learn Kfira, things that we don't believe in. And and they can have a watered-down view of of Halacha, of Tyra. And he says it's worse. He just points that out there. But you see the 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 value and the importance of you know, building for the future of the of of uh, instit- instituting Talmud Taira. So you have an, another tshuva. Ramosha was discussing if you have. It seems like it was halacha lamaisa today. Most of these things are academic, but it seems that there was a there was only a certain uh, amount of money to go around in a community, and they had a choice to support their we'll call it the koil hayra, the place where people are learning and they were going to become rabbanim and, and paiskim, or to support the local Jewish day school. So Amarisha says, really, Bismana Zed, there are other Rabbanim, you don't need the local Rav to be the, 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 the Mayur Hara, so to say. There are other Mayur Hara in the country, in the city. So then, in that case, the, the, the Talmud Torah would get Kadima. 
But he says if it's mamish, a situation where there will not be any Mari Hayra in the town and they don't have access to other rabbanim. Okay, today we're watching a shir on Zoom. You don't need the your you know your local rabbi next door to you to be your Mari Hayra necessarily in today's world. But if that's the you know island somewhere and that's the only two options you have, it says you need a Mari Hayra, you need someone to lead the the kehila, and that that would take kadim. That interestingly that would take uh, precedence over. Atamatira. Okay, next. So that's that's some of the uh, the elements of Kedima. You have another halacha regarding Pidyan Shvuyin. That Pidyan Shvuyin, which is usually an umbrella for Sakanas Nefashas. Pidyan Shvuyin is not necessarily someone who uh, who did a white you know white collar crime or something and ended up in in uh, one of these jails where they able to learn Dafyomi or the like. There might not necessarily be a a, a, a din of Pidyan Shvuyin. A person should ask his rav if Ataka has the status of Pidyan Shvuyin. Pidyan Shvuyin, if you look in Shulchan Aruch, you look in Zal Simon and Reish Reish on Beis in Shulchan Aruch, usually it has to do with Sakonis Nefashas. And if you think about it, imagine before democracy what a jail system looked like. So Pidyan Shvuyin was usually a question of Sakonis Nefashas. So of course Sakonis Nefashas comes first. That has the most, you know, uh, Kedima, so to say, of anything else. There were some places that mentioned this during during the early stages of COVID, when there were funds that were needed for for um, different uh, medical equipment or the like. That that this has kedima right now. It's 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 sakonis uh, nefashis, and that would have kedima. Perhaps hatsala would have kedima if taka the money is going to to save people's lives. So sakonis nefashis has kedima as well. The pelayoyets, and we'll get to the pelayoyets at the end of the year as well. The pelayoyet says that marrying off. Nisui Benoisav, marrying off uh, your, your daughters, that also has a status of Pidyan Shvoyin, which is a fascinating concept for those that are involved in Shaduchim and, you know, the, the Shidduch crisis, so to say, that there's a, this element of Pidyan Shvoyin, that, that a person could be facing what we would call a, a psychological Sakonis Nefashis, and if the finances is what's keeping people back from getting married or the like, so to marry off Yisoyimim, to marry off Benoisav, that would also have the status of Sakonis Nefashus. So, so your own children, you could take off my son, right? So, it usually is dealing with someone else. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> yeah, so that goes into the question of what's considered a chiyah, necessarily. Is that a right? If, if, if uh, we learned that, that halacha regarding using your meiser money for things that are obligatory. It, so, it, it, it's socially, you know, accepted. Whatever right, it's people socially do it. Required. Right, but a person should keep it in mind when, when, he's th- when he sees, uh, you know, let's say an older single girl, like, just realize that person is going through things. It's, uh, to them, it's pidyan shvuyin. They feel stuck, they feel they're in jail. And... Pidyan yeah, shvuyin is very applicable. I get a lot of those things because in these other countries, they get stuck in jail, like in Japan or... The right, Inachanami. Yeah, you, Korean, you, you could have. Yeah, Inachanami, you're, you're right. Campaign. It's a good point. There are times, you're right. There are times when you would, would talk about Pidyan Shvuyin in those situations where, you know, depending yeah. on the crime, depending on the the security in the jail, you're right. There could be situations of Pidyan Shvuyin. The, yeah, the, there's no, there's no Sakonis Nefashis when you talk about today's jails. You mentioned it. It's not like previous jails. It's but let's, like, let's say in India, Jansky, someone, you know, someone. Jansky, you look at the, if you look at Rabashkin. I mean, Baruch Hashem, he's home. But it's not like there was any issue of him having Pukua Knepesh. You know, they had a minion every day. They had everything else over there. 
right. like Stramansky in Russia, I could see that maybe to be a decent situation. But right, yeah. So I think I think Phil's mentioning, let's see, someone stuck in India or something like that where... where well, uh, case right now, Madagascar. You know, you heard about it? Yeah, I get so many emails. I don't know what's true or not, but but um, yeah. No, I saw pictures. The news, they the news. Uh -huh. uh, he was caught trying to smuggle out multi-million-dollar tortoises, and tortoises found fifty, sixty thousand bucks a piece. Wow. And he caught him. So he got he got me two years instead of ten years. But it wasn't anti-Semitism. It was Russia. They caught the guy. That yeah. I young. The only thing is, Madagascar's prisons are not Otisville. Stop that. Right. So yeah, a person should ask his rav, and if Taka it is a case of pidgin shuin, which probably is, so then then yeah, he should give money towards that. Okay. You also have Khoilin. Well, I'll be, I'll be being equal, if the guy is even the Dina Dina Mapusa, there's no pidgin shuin. Yeah, well, well, right? Yeah, the Arachan says that and, and that, that seems to be the way we, we pass him. That that if someone knowingly, you know, vile you know, when again, you know, violated the law, and he's supposed to go to jail for a few years for that. So typically, there's no there's no mitzvah pidyon shuyin, but there's a lot of gray area. You know, especially with the rabashin case and other cases, there's definitely room to to argue when when um, things are not being done fairly. The Aruch Hashulchan writes that he's, he's talking in, in Russia. He says that today the justice system is so good. It's beautiful, and there'd be no issue. Uh, there'd be no mitzvah pidyon shvuyin. And you talk about mesira as well. That it might, wouldn't have to. We would. That there's no iser mesira because the government is just, and everyone knows he was. He was not. Um, he was. He was worried about the censors. The question is, do we take his shita lahalacha in the United States? So I believe Rav Hersher Shechter says yes. That that's a shita we will rely on in the United States, and therefore if someone violated the law. It's a democracy. But others would say no. It depends on the situation. Some laws are, and, and some you know, judges and the juries might be. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, violating the law and the penalties they receive are two different things. What it called uh, Jonathan Pollard violated the law. He didn't deserve what he got. Uh, what it right. Called, so I guess uh, a gabetzidak or a rav, yeah, would have to make these decisions. Yeah, I don't they know. Got the crime, they didn't fit the crime. The people do worse things and they get nothing. You know, that's why they should get out. Right, no so it gets why. very difficult when you start saying, okay, let's get involved in politics and try to figure out, yeah. you know, what's politically motivated. Um, it's, not, it's not so easy. I'm just saying it's not so easy. There is a whole seminar in the Shulchan Aruch regarding Pidyan Shvuyin. If your Rav Taka says this Pidyan Shvuyin, it is a case of Pidyan Shvuyin, then he would give money to it. Otherwise, it could be there would be no chiv of giving towards that. Rav Asher Weiss, yeah? There was a question? Okay, Rav Asher Weiss in... He has, a, he has in Parshas Re'eh, he has a, at, the, at the back of Parshas Re'eh, he has a Shalos and Shuvas Bedine Kedim So he goes through his list, which we could debate, but his list is that number one, Pikuach Nefesh comes first. Number two would be Hachzakas Tamid Chachamim, to support Tamid Chachamim. Number three would be Choylim, those that are sick, to, to give them support. Number four is Binyan Beis So on that Yerushalmi, there was my Chaykes in the Yerushalmi, how to learn the Yushami said that the Torah comes before the basic Nessas. But the question is, does it come before other tzedakah? So many learned yes, the Maril, sorry, the uh, Marik said yes, that, that basic Nessas would come first. The Gros says no, basic Nessas comes last. Ravazner has a chuva regarding today, building a shul, Bismanazet. So on one hand, he's very against it. He says, he's not against building shuls, but he's against using a significant amount of tzedakah money to build a beautiful shul. He says, Back in the day, one could argue that maybe the Shulchan Aruch was talking in a case where there was no shul in town, so you're building a makayim for the community. But he says today, he says, uh, I read his lashon, he says, every, um, 
He says, Shekol chug v'chug v'chabura, every shnit, right, my sif and oid basic nesses. So this is the people that want to dive in 845, these people want to dive in at 9, the 915 minion, and again, the, the details are much more humorous and, and much more, uh, much broader, but you could see how it's very difficult to say each one is most of a big tzaruch, and now this is where we should go spend their money. However, he does say, this is the last uh, paragraph of the tshuva, when they build a basic nest, they're not just building it for a Shabbos morning davening. They're building it as a makim l'tayra, l'tfila. There's going to be misrabim saf the lemdim tayra. Many people will come to a shear in their shul. They wouldn't go to a, sh- a shear around the corner, but because it's their shul, and they want to support their shul because they're building it. For some reason, they'll come to the shirim, they'll come to the morning karlul biker, they'll come to learning dafyami Shabbos afternoon, whatever it is, because it's their shul. So Rav Aznu says, so it ends up being hachzakas It's not necessarily just a question of building a synagogue versus supporting, you know, uh, aniyim. It ends up being hachzakas He says perhaps that's what we are relying on. So if, if someone is doing a shul building campaign. It would be, uh, at least according to Rav Vosner, you should make it into a Makam Taira, a place where there's learning. Maybe it's, it's, he's talking about the one who says you should do, go before Talmud Taira is Vishul. When we had, we had in the Suich Haskara, we had that if it's the only shul in town, he was only minion in town, he could, possibly, he could, he could be, um, he could violate Shabbos. It could be a Darais. It could violate the Rabbanan so to build, right, to do Amir al-Nakhri, do Amir al-Nakhri to build a shul, if it's, right. So that's the original Beis HaKnesses that they, that they were saying took Kedima. Not the Gra, the Gra argues, but that's yeah. what the, Mar- the Marik was saying. That Beis HaKnesses took Kedima over Shah. it's the only one, when it's the only one. That's what Rav Vazner is saying. But then he says, on the other hand, our shuls today end up being, you know, a place for Dafyo Mishir, and the Rabbis Drasha, and the Pekiyavashir, and the Chaburas, and Chavrusas, and Koyalim. So... It trumps, it's better than the old, the old basic Nessus, it wasn't a Makam Tara. Today it's a Makam Tara. We also learned this if in the Smichas Chavrish here regarding a proper place for Tfila. The Gemara says that the Tanam would only daven Baina uh, Umdi, they would daven in the place where they learned because the Shechina is found in the Dal Amasha Halacha. So a person has a Shaila to daven in a base Medrash, so, so does a, a place where they learn versus a basic Nessus. So many of the shuls today do have the status of, of a based on Medrash, and they have learning and Shabbos during the week. Some of the places say they have to learn, they have to have learning during the week and not just between Mincha and Marv. There has to be some, you know, steady shear, but we could argue that it does have the status of a, uh, a base, uh, a base of Medrash for that halacha as well. Just to conclude, I'm not sure if we'll do, uh, maybe we'll do another shear or two on Hoch Sadaqah, if not, we'll move on to something else, but it's, it's Kedai to take out a Peleyites, the Peleyites, uh, has, has a safer, it's more of a muster safer, but he has on Oisadi at Sadaka. And he goes through many of the things that we spoke about regarding the the Shalom that gets treated by giving Sadaka, the Harzakas, Limanatira, and the many different uh, elements, the the uh, the um brachis, Yesh Mafazir and Oisaf Oid. And he says that just one line here, who Kasha Kibarzal. The Yitzhahara of money, of not parting with your money, is Kasha Kibarzel. They say that Adam is Nikr Bekisai. The Gemara Erevin Daf Samachay says a person is Nikr Bekasai, when he gets angry, what comes out? Bekisai, when he drinks, what comes out? And Bekisai, what comes out of his pocket? So 
he says that a person controls, he, he uh, conquers his Yitzhar when it comes to financial matters. He's make sure his Yitzhar is given to the you should strengthen yourself to do tzedakah properly. Everything is based on the amount of love you have for Kaddish Baruch Hu. That should be like, it's nothing to me. Hashem will pay him back double and... And uh, 4x, so a person will never become poor from tzedakah, as the Rambam says, that through giving tzedakah, there will be shalom ba'olam. That's why HaKadosh Baruch made this whole monetary system for us to be able to, to give other people that the Aniyam are going to rely on us. And he says, and it goes through many more brachas, and the like. So there's priorities in tzedakah, and again, there's many halachas that we learned together. In the tzedakah, we might have a few more shirim on this, but for the most part, we covered the main points, the chaymish, meiser, um, who to give to, how much to give, and and the sugya of prioritizing tzedakah. Shkoyach.